Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in Turkey. So we are going to read their Wikipedia entry. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's dot media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. Turkey, Turkish, Turkey, pronounced officially the Republic of Turkey, is a transcontinental country located mainly on the Anatolian Peninsula in Western Asia with a small portion on the Balkan Peninsula in Southeast Europe. It borders the Black Sea to the north, Georgia to the northeast, Armenia, Azerbaijan, and Iran to the east, Iraq to the southeast, Syria and the Mediterranean Sea to the south, the Aegean Sea to the west, and Greece and Bulgaria to the northwest. Cyprus is off the south coast. Most of the country's citizens are ethnic Turks, while Kurds are the largest ethnic minority. Ankara is Turkey's capital and second largest city, Istanbul is its largest city and main financial center. One of the world's earliest permanently settled regions, present-day Turkey was home to important Neolithic sites like Gobekli Tepe and was inhabited by ancient civilizations including the Hadeans, Hittites, Anatolian peoples, Greeks, Assyrians, Persians, and others. Following the conquests of Alexander the Great which started the Hellenistic period, most of the ancient Anatolian regions were culturally Hellenized and this continued during the Byzantine era. The Seljuk Turks began migrating to Anatolia in the 11th century, which started the Turkification process. The Seljuk Sultanate of Rome ruled Anatolia until the Mongol invasion in 1243 when it disintegrated into small Turkish principalities. Beginning in the late 13th century, the Ottomans united the principalities and conquered the Balkans while the Turkification of Anatolia further progressed during the Ottoman period. After Mem II conquered Constantinople, now Istanbul, in 1453, Ottoman expansion continued under Selim I. During the reign of Suleiman the Magnificent, the Ottoman Empire became a global power. From the late 18th century onwards, the empire's power declined with a gradual loss of territories. Mahmud II started a period of modernization in the early 19th century. The Young Turk Revolution of 1908 restricted the authority of the Sultan and restored the Ottoman parliament after a 30-year suspension, ushering the empire into a multi-party period. 
The three Pashas took control with the 1913 coup d'etat and the Ottoman Empire entered World War I as one of the central powers in 1914. During the war, the Ottoman government committed genocides against its Armenian, Greek and Assyrian subjects. After its defeat in the war, the Ottoman Empire was partitioned. The Turkish War of Independence against the occupying Allied powers resulted in the abolition of the Sultanate on November 1, 1922, the signing of the Treaty of Lausanne, which superseded the Treaty of Sevres on July 24, 1923 and the proclamation of the Republic on October 29, 1923. With the reforms initiated by the country's first president, Mustafa Kemal Ataturk, Turkey became a secular, unitary and parliamentary republic. Turkey remained neutral during most of World War II, but entered the closing stages of the war on the side of the Allies. Turkey played a prominent role in the Korean War and joined NATO in 1952. During the Cold War years, the country endured two military coups in 1960 and 1980 and a period of economic and political turmoil in the 1970s. The economy was liberalized in the 1980s, leading to stronger economic growth and political stability. Since 2002, the country's political system has been dominated by the AKP and its leader Recep Tayyip Erdogan, under whom a decade of rapid growth in nominal GDP took place until 2013, which was followed by a period of recession and stagnation in terms of USD-based nominal GDP between 2013 and 2020, and high inflation as of 2023. The AKP government's initial economic achievements which were financed through privatization revenues and loans, were overshadowed by democratic backsliding and an erosion in the separation of powers and civil liberties, which gained momentum after the parliamentary republic was replaced by an executive presidential system with a referendum in 2017. Turkey is a regional power with a geopolitically significant strategic location. The economy of Turkey, which is a founding member of the OECD and G20, is classified among the E7, Eagles and NICs, and currently ranks 19th largest in the world by nominal GDP and 11th largest by PPP. Turkey is a charter member of the United Nations, the IMF and the World Bank, a founding member of the OSC, OIC, BSEC, ECO, MICTA, Turksoy and OTS, and an early member of NATO. After becoming one of the early members of the Council of Europe in 1950, Turkey became an associate member of the EEC in 1963, joined the EU Customs Union in 1995, and started accession negotiations with the European Union in 2005. Turkey has a rich cultural legacy shaped by centuries of history and the influence of the various peoples that have inhabited its territory over several millennia. It is home to 19 UNESCO World Heritage Sites and is among the most visited countries in the world. The name Turkey appeared in Western sources after the Crusades began in the late 11th century, 
referring to the Seljuk-controlled lands in Anatolia and the Near East. The English name Turkey, from medieval Latin Turkia slash Turkia, means land of the Turks. Middle English usage of Turkey is evidenced in an early work by Geoffrey Chaucer called The Book of the Duchess, c. 1369, the phrase Land of Torque is used in the 15th century Digby Mysteries. Later usages can be found in the William Dunbar poems, the 16th century Manipulus Vocabularum, Turkey, and Francis Bacon's Silva Silverum, Turkey. The modern spelling Turkey dates back to at least 1719. The name Turkey has been used in the texts of numerous international treaties to define the Ottoman Empire, such as in the texts of the Treaty of Paris 1856 and the Treaty of Berlin 1878. In Byzantine sources, such as in the book Dead Ministrando Imperio written by the Byzantine Emperor and scholar Constantine VII, R. 913-959, the name Turkia, Greek, Taomikran Upsilon Rokap Alpha, was originally used for defining two medieval states, Hungary, also referred to as Western Turkia, and Kazaria, also referred to as Eastern Turkia. The Eurasian steppe was largely controlled by the Turkic Khaganates in this period. In the 14th century Arabic sources, Turkia is usually contrasted with Turkmenia, Turkomania, probably to be understood as the realm of the Oghuz Turks around the Caspian Sea Basin in Western Asia, a term which subsequently referred to the initial heartlands of the Seljuk. Karakoyanlu and Ikekoyanlu states which were established by them. In the 1330s, Ibn Battuta defined the parts of Anatolia controlled by the Seljuk Sultanate of Rum as Bar al-Turkiya al-Maraf by Bilad al-Rum, the Turkish land known as the Lands of Rum. The disintegration of the Ottoman Empire after World War I strengthened Turkish nationalism and the Tiklaris in Turkey, Turkey for the Turks, sentiment rose up. With the Treaty of Alexandropol signed by the government of the Grand National Assembly with Armenia, the name Turkey entered international documents for the first time. In the treaty signed with Afghanistan in 1921, the expression Devletayalai Turkiyai, Sublan Turkish state, was used like into the Ottoman Empire's name. In December 2021, President Erdogan issued a circular calling for exports to be labeled Made in Turkey. The circular also stated that in relation to other governmental communications, the necessary sensitivity will be shown on the use of the phrase Turkey instead of phrases such as Turkey in English, Turkey in German, Turkey in French, etc. The reason given in the circular for preferring Turkia was that it represents and expresses the culture, civilization, and values of the Turkish nation in the best way. The Turkish government notified the United Nations and other international organizations in May 2022, requesting that they use Turkia officially in English instead of Turkey, which the UN immediately agreed to do. 
The United States Department of State officially began using Turkey in January 2023. The Anatolian Peninsula, comprising most of modern Turkey, is one of the oldest permanently settled regions in the world. Various ancient Anatolian populations have lived in Anatolia from at least the Neolithic until the Hellenistic period. Many of these peoples spoke the Anatolian languages, a branch of the larger Indo-European language family. Given the antiquity of the Indo-European Hittite and Luwian languages, some scholars have proposed Anatolia as the hypothetical center from which the Indo-European languages radiated. The European part of Turkey, called Eastern Thrace, has been inhabited since at least 40,000 years ago and is known to have been in the Neolithic era by about 6,000 BC. The spread of agriculture from the Middle East to Europe was strongly correlated with the migration of early farmers from Anatolia about 9,000 years ago and was not just a cultural exchange. Anatolian Neolithic farmers derived a significant portion of their ancestry from the Anatolian hunter-gatherers. Gubekli Teep is the site of the oldest known man-made structure in the world, a temple dating to circa 9600 BC, while Katalhoyuk is a very large Neolithic and Chalcolithic settlement in Anatolia, which existed from approximately 7500 BC to 5700 BC. It is the largest and best-preserved Neolithic site found to date. Navali Kori was an early Neolithic settlement on the middle Euphrates in San Lierfa. The Urfa man's statue is dated c. 900 BC to the period of the pre-pottery Neolithic and is defined as the oldest known naturalistic life-sized sculpture of a human. It is considered to be contemporaneous with Gobekli Tepe. Troy was first settled in the Neolithic age, with inhabitation continuing into the Byzantine period. Troy's late Bronze Age layers are considered potential historical settings for the later legends of the Trojan War. The earliest recorded inhabitants of Anatolia were the Hadians and Hurrians, non-Indo-European peoples who lived in Anatolia, respectively, as early as c. 2300 BC. Indo-European Hittites came to Anatolia and gradually absorbed the Hadians and Hurrians c. 2000 to 1700 BC. The first empire in the area was founded by the Hittites from the 18th through the 13th centuries BC. The Assyrians conquered and settled parts of southeastern Turkey as early as 1950 BC, although they have remained a minority in the region. Following the collapse of the Hittite Empire c. 1180 BC, the Phrygians, an Indo-European people, achieved ascendancy in Anatolia until their kingdom was destroyed by the Sumerians in c. 695 BC. The most powerful of Phrygia's successor states were Lydia, Curia, and Lycia. Assyrian King Shalmaneser I, 1263-1234 BC, 
recorded a campaign in which he subdued the entire territory of Uruatri. Urartu re-emerged in Assyrian inscriptions in the 9th century BC. Starting from 714 BC, the Urartu state began to decline and finally dissolved in 590 BC when it was conquered by the Medes. The city of Sardis served as the capital of the ancient kingdom of Lydia. As one of the seven churches of Asia, it was addressed in the book of Revelation, the final book of the New Testament. The Lydian lion coins were made of electrum, a naturally occurring alloy of gold and silver. During the reign of King Croesus, the metallurgists of Sardis discovered the way of separating gold from silver, thereby producing both metals of a purity never known before. Starting around 1200 BC, the coast of Anatolia was settled by Aeolian and Ionian Greeks. Numerous important cities were founded by these colonists, such as Miletus, Ephesus, Halicarnassus, Pergamon, Aphrodisias, Smyrna, now Izmir, and Byzantium, now Istanbul, the latter founded by Greek colonists from Megara in C. 667 BC. Some of the most prominent pre-Socratic philosophers lived in the city of Miletus. Thales of Miletus, c. 624 BC, c. 546 BC is regarded as the first philosopher in the Greek tradition and is also historically recognized as the first individual known to have engaged in scientific philosophy. Thales is often referred to as the father of science. In Miletus, he was followed by two other significant philosophers, Anaximander, c. 610 BC, c. 546 BC, and Anaximenes, c. 585 BC, c. 525 BC, known collectively to modern scholars as the Milesian School. For several centuries prior to the first Persian invasion of Greece, perhaps the greatest and wealthiest city of the Greek world was Miletus, which founded more colonies than any other Greek city, particularly in the Black Sea region. Diogenes the Cynic was one of the founders of the Cynic philosophy, born in an Ionian colony, Sinope, on the Black Sea coast of Anatolia in 412 BC. The first state that was called Armenia by the neighboring peoples was the state of the Armenian Oriented Dynasty, which included parts of what is now Eastern Turkey, beginning in the 6th century BC. In northwestern Turkey, the most significant tribal group in ancient Thrace was the Odorisians, founded by Teres I. All of modern-day Turkey was conquered by the Persian Achaemenid Empire during the 6th century BC. The Greco-Persian Wars started when the Greek city-states on the coast of Anatolia rebelled against Persian rule in 499 BC. Queen Artemisia I of the ancient Greek city-state of Halicarnassus, which was then within the Achaemenid satrapy of Korea, fought as an ally of Xerxes I, King of Persia, 
against the independent Greek city-states during the second Persian invasion of Greece in 480 BC. Anatolia fell to Alexander the Great in 334 BC, which led to increasing cultural homogeneity and Hellenization in the area. Following Alexander's death in 323 BC, Anatolia was subsequently divided into a number of small Hellenistic kingdoms, all of which became part of the Roman Republic by the mid-first century BC. The process of Hellenization that began with Alexander's conquest accelerated under Roman rule, and by the early centuries of the Christian era, the local Anatolian languages and cultures had become extinct being largely replaced by ancient Greek language and culture. From the 1st century BC up to the 3rd century AD, large parts of modern-day Turkey were contested between the Romans and neighboring Parthians through the Roman-Parthian Wars. Galatia was an ancient area in the highlands of central Anatolia inhabited by the Celts. The term Galatians came to be used by the Greeks for the three Celtic peoples of Anatolia, the Tectisages, the Trochmii, and the Talistabogii. By the first century BC, the Celts had become so Hellenized that some Greek writers called them Hellenogalatae. Galatia was named after the Gauls from Thrace, cf. Tylus who settled here and became a transient foreign tribe in the 3rd century BC following the supposed Gallic invasion of the Balkans in 279 BC. The Kingdom of Pontus was a Hellenistic kingdom centered in the historical region of Pontus and ruled by the Mithridatic dynasty of Persian origin which may have been directly related to Darius the Great. The kingdom was proclaimed by Mithridates in 281 BC and lasted until its conquest by the Romans in 63 BC. The kingdom of Pontus reached its largest extent under Mithridates VI the Great, who conquered Colchis, Cappadocia, Bithynia, and the Greek colonies of the Tauric Chersonesos. After a long struggle with Rome in the Mithridatic Wars, Pontus was defeated. All ancient regions and territories corresponding to modern Turkey eventually became part of the Roman Empire, and many of them retained their historic names in classical antiquity as Roman provinces. According to the Acts of Apostles, Antioch, now Antakya, a city in southern Turkey, is where the followers of Jesus were first called Christians. The city quickly became an important center of Christianity. Apostle Paul of Tarsus traveled to Ephesus and stayed there, probably working as a tent maker. He is claimed to have performed miracles and organized missionary activity in other regions. Paul left Ephesus after an attack from a local silversmith resulted in a pro-Artemis riot. According to extra-biblical traditions, the Assumption of Mary took place in Ephesus, where Apostle John was also present. Irenaeus writes of the Church of Ephesus, founded by Paul, with John continuing with them until the times of Trajan. While in Ephesus, Apostle John wrote the three epistles attributed to him. 
John was allegedly banished by the Roman authorities to the Greek island of Patmos where he wrote the Book of Revelation, the Basilica of St. John near Ephesus, built by Justinian the Great in the 6th century, marks the burial site of Apostle John, while the nearby house of the Virgin Mary is accepted by the Catholic Church as the place where Mary, mother of Jesus, lived the final days of her life before her assumption. Saint Nicholas, born in Padera, lived in nearby Myra, modern Demra, in Lycia. In 123 CE, Roman Emperor Hadrian traveled to Anatolia. Numerous monuments were erected for his arrival and he met his lover Antonus from Bithynia. Hadrian focused on the Greek revival and built several temples and improved the cities. Cyzicus, Pergamon, Smyrna, Ephesus and Sardes were promoted as regional centers for the imperial cult Neocoros during this period. After defeating Licinius, the senior co-emperor Augustus of the East in Nicomedia at the Battle of Chrysopolis in 324, thus bringing an end to the Tetrarchy system and becoming the sole emperor, Constantine the Great chose the nearby city of Byzantium across the Bosporus as the new capital of the Roman Empire and started rebuilding and expanding the city. He resided mostly in Nicomedia, modern Izmit, during the construction works in the next six years. In 330, he officially proclaimed it as the new Roman capital with the name New Rome, Nova Roma, but soon afterwards renamed it as Constantinople, Constantinopolis, modern Istanbul. Under Constantine, Christianity did not become the official religion of the state but enjoyed imperial preference since he supported it with generous privileges. Theodosius the Great made Christianity the official state religion of the Roman Empire with the Edict of Thessalonica in 380 and was instrumental in establishing the Nicene Creed as the orthodox doctrine for Christianity with the First Council of Constantinople in 381. Following the death of Theodosius the Great in 395 and the permanent division of the Roman Empire between his two sons, Constantinople became the capital of the Eastern Roman Empire. This empire, which would later be branded by historians as the Byzantine Empire, ruled most of the territory of present-day Turkey until the late Middle Ages although the eastern regions remained firmly in Sasanian hands until the 7th century. The frequent Byzantine-Sassanid Wars, a continuation of the centuries-long Roman-Persian Wars, took place between the 4th and 7th centuries. Several ecumenical councils of the early church were held in cities located in present-day Turkey, including the First Council of Nicaea, Iznik, in 325, which resulted in the first uniform Christian doctrine called the Nicene Creed, the First Council of Constantinople, Istanbul, in 381, the Council of Ephesus in 431, and the Council of Chalcedon in 451. During most of its existence, the Byzantine Empire was one of the most powerful economic, cultural, and military forces in Europe. 
Established in the Roman period, the Ecumenical Patriarchate of Constantinople is the oldest continuously active institution in Istanbul. The First Council of Constantinople in 381 recognized that the rights of the Bishop of Constantinople are equal to those of the Bishop of Rome. The House of Seljuk originated from the Kinnik branch of the Oghuz Turks who resided in the Yabgu Khaganate on the periphery of the Muslim world in the 9th century. In the 10th century, the Seljuks started migrating from their ancestral homeland into Persia which became the administrative core of the Great Seljuk Empire after its foundation by Tukaril. In the latter half of the 11th century, the Seljuk Turks began penetrating into medieval Armenia and Anatolia. In 1071, the Seljuks defeated the Byzantines at the Battle of Manzikert, starting the Turkification process in the area the Turkish language and Islam were introduced to Anatolia. The slow transition from a predominantly Christian and Greek-speaking Anatolia to a predominantly Muslim and Turkish-speaking one was underway. The Mevlevi Order of Dervishes, established in Konya during the 13th century by Sufi poet Mevlana Rumi, played a role in the Islamization of the diverse people of Anatolia. Thus, alongside the Turkification of the territory, the culturally Persianized Seljuks set the basis for a Turco-Persian principal culture in Anatolia. The defeat of the Seljuk armies by the Mongols in 1243 caused the territories of the Seljuk Sultanate of Rum, Anatolia, to slowly disintegrate into small Turkish principalities. In the early 14th century, the Ottoman Beylik founded by Osman I started expanding its territory and annexing the nearby Turkish Beyliks, principalities, in Anatolia. Within a few decades, during the reign of Murad I, R. 1362-1389, the Ottoman state began expanding into the Balkans, eventually becoming known as the Ottoman Empire. The Ottomans completed their conquest of the Byzantine Empire by capturing its capital, Constantinople, on May 29, 1453, their Sultan and Commander-in-Chief Mem II thenceforth being known as Mem the Conqueror. Mem II further expanded the territories of the Ottoman Empire in Anatolia and the Balkan Peninsula. His expedition to Italy, 1480-1481, commanded by Gedek Ahmed Pasha, began with the Ottoman invasion of Otranto and the nearby areas in Apulia. The invasion, which had the goal of establishing a foothold on the Italian peninsula for a subsequent conquest of Rome, started on July 28, 1480 and ended on September 10, 1481, for months after Mem II's death on May 3, 1481. Following the end of the Reconquista, which resulted in the expulsion of non-Christians, Jews and Muslims from Iberia and southern Italy controlled by the crowns of Castile and Aragon, and later by the Spanish Empire, a large number of Sephardic Jews and Andalusian Muslims emigrated to the Ottoman Empire during the reigns of Sultan Bayezid II and his successors, settling primarily in Istanbul, Izmir, 
Salanic, Bursa, and Edirna. In 1514, Sultan Selimai, 1512-1520, successfully expanded the empire's borders by defeating Shah Ismaili of the Safavid dynasty in the Battle of Kaldaran. In 1517, Selim I expanded Ottoman rule into Algeria and Egypt and created a naval presence in the Red Sea. Subsequently, a contest started between the Ottoman and Portuguese empires to become the dominant sea power in the Indian Ocean with a number of naval battles in the Red Sea, the Arabian Sea and the Persian Gulf. The Portuguese presence in the Indian Ocean was perceived as a threat to the Ottoman monopoly over the ancient trade routes between East Asia and Western Europe. Despite the increasingly prominent European presence, the Ottoman Empire's trade with the East continued to flourish until the second half of the 18th century. The Ottoman Empire's power and prestige peaked in the 16th and 17th centuries, particularly during the reign of Suleiman the Magnificent, who personally instituted major legislative changes relating to society, education, taxation, and criminal law. The empire was often at odds with the Holy Roman Empire in its steady advance towards Central Europe through the Balkans and the southern part of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. The Ottoman navy contended with several holy leagues, such as those in 1538, 1571, 1684, and 1717, composed primarily of Habsburg Spain, the Republic of Genoa, the Republic of Venice, the Knights of Esti, John, the Papal States, the Grand Duchy of Tuscany, and the Duchy of Savoy, for the control of the Mediterranean Sea. In the east, the Ottomans were often at war with Safavid Persia over conflicts between the 16th and 18th centuries. The Ottoman wars with Persia continued as the Zand, Afsharid, and Qajar dynasties succeeded the Safavids in Iran until the first half of the 19th century. Even further east, there was an extension of the Habsburg-Ottoman conflict in that the Ottomans also had to send soldiers to their farthest and easternmost vassal and territory, the Assay Sultanate in Southeast Asia, to defend it from European colonizers as well as the Latino invaders who had crossed from Latin America and had Christianized the formerly Muslim-dominated Philippines. From the 16th to the 20th centuries, the Ottoman Empire also fought 12 wars with the Russian Tsardom and Empire. These were initially about Ottoman territorial expansion and consolidation in southeastern and eastern Europe, but starting from the Russo-Turkish War, 1768 to 1774, they became more about the survival of the Ottoman Empire which had begun to lose its strategic territories on the northern Black Sea coast to the advancing Russians. From the second half of the 18th century onwards, the Ottoman Empire began to decline. The Tanzimat reforms, initiated by Mahmud II in 1839, aimed to modernize the Ottoman state in line with the progress that had been made in Western Europe. 
The efforts of Midhat Pasha during the late Tanzimat era led the Ottoman constitutional movement of 1876, which introduced the first constitutional era, but these efforts proved to be inadequate in most fields and failed to stop the dissolution of the empire. As the empire gradually shrank in size, military power and wealth, especially after the Ottoman economic crisis and default in 1875 which led to uprisings in the Balkan provinces that culminated in the Russo-Turkish War 1877-1878, many Balkan Muslims migrated to the empire's heartland in Anatolia, along with the Circassians fleeing the Russian conquest of the Caucasus. According to some estimates, 800,000 Muslim Circassians died during the Circassian genocide in the territory of present-day Russia, the survivors of which sought refuge in the Ottoman Empire, mostly settling in the provinces of present-day Turkey. The decline of the Ottoman Empire led to a rise in nationalist sentiment among its various subject peoples, leading to increased ethnic tensions which occasionally burst into violence such as the Hamidian massacres of Armenians, which claimed up to 300,000 lives. The loss of Romelia, Ottoman territories in Europe, with the First Balkan War, 1912-1913, was followed by the arrival of millions of Muslim refugees, Muhasser, to Istanbul and Anatolia. Historically, the Romalia Islet and Anatolia Islet had formed the administrative core of the Ottoman Empire, with their governors titled Bey participating in the Sultan's Divan, so the loss of all Balkan provinces beyond the Midianas borderline according to the London Conference of 1912-13 and the Treaty of London, 1913, was a major shock for the Ottoman society and led to the 1913 Ottoman coup d'etat. In the Second Balkan War, 1913, the Ottomans managed to recover their former capital Edirne, Adrianople, and its surrounding areas in East Thrace, which was formalized with the Treaty of Constantinople, 1913. The 1913 coup d'etat effectively put the country under the control of the three pashas, making sultans Memd V and Memd VI largely symbolic figureheads with no real political power. The Ottoman Empire entered World War I on the side of the Central Powers and was ultimately defeated. The Ottomans successfully defended the Dardanelles Strait during the Gallipoli Campaign 1915-1916 and achieved initial victories against British forces in the first two years of the Mesopotamian Campaign, such as the Siege of Kut 1915-1916, but the Arab Revolt 1916-1918 turned the tide against the Ottomans in the Middle East. In the Caucasus Campaign, however, the Russian forces had the upper hand from the beginning, especially after the Battle of Sarikamish, 1914-1915. Russian forces advanced into northeastern Anatolia and controlled the major cities there until retreating from World War I with the Treaty of Brest-Litovsk following the Russian Revolution, 1917. During the war, the empire's Armenian subjects were deported to Syria as part of the Armenian Genocide. As a result, 
an estimated 600,000 to more than 1 million or up to 1.5 million Armenians were killed. The Turkish government has refused to acknowledge the events as genocide and states that Armenians were only relocated from the eastern war zone. Genocidal campaigns were also committed against the empire's other minority groups such as the Assyrians and Greeks. Following the armistice of Mudros in 1918, the victorious Allied powers sought to partition the Ottoman state through the 1920 Treaty of Sevra. The occupation of Istanbul 1918 and Izmir 1919 by the Allies in the aftermath of World War I initiated the Turkish National Movement. Under the leadership of Mustafa Kemal Pasha, a military commander who had distinguished himself during the Battle of Gallipoli, the Turkish War of Independence 1919-1923 was waged with the aim of revoking the terms of the Treaty of Sevres 1920. In 1922, the Greek, Armenian and French armies had been expelled and the Turkish provisional government in Ankara which had declared itself the legitimate government of the country on April 23, 1920, started to formalize the legal transition from the old Ottoman into the new Republican political system. On November 1, 1922, the Turkish parliament in Ankara formally abolished the Sultanate, thus ending 623 years of monarchical Ottoman rule. The Treaty of Lausanne of July 24, 1923, which superseded the Treaty of Sevres, led to the international recognition of the sovereignty of the newly formed Republic of Turkey as the successor state of the Ottoman Empire, and the Republic was officially proclaimed on October 29, 1923 in Ankara, the country's new capital. The Lausanne Convention stipulated a population exchange between Greece and Turkey. Mustafa Kemal became the Republic's first president and introduced many reforms. The reforms aimed to transform the old religion-based and multi-communal Ottoman constitutional monarchy into a Turkish nation-state that would be governed as a parliamentary republic under a secular constitution. With the surname law of 1934, the Turkish parliament bestowed upon Mustafa Kemal the honorific surname Ataturk, Father Turk. The Montreux Convention, 1936, restored Turkey's control over the Turkish Straits, including the right to militarize the coastlines of the Dardanelles and Bosporus Straits and the Sea of Marmara, and to block maritime traffic in wartime. After the establishment of the Republic, some Kurdish and Zaza tribes, which were feudal, manorial communities led by chieftains Aga during the Ottoman era, became discontent due to a mix of anti-nationalist sentiment and opposition to Ataturk's reforms, including secularism, the Sheikh Said Rebellion, 1925, and land reform, the Dersim Rebellion, 1937 to 1938 and staged armed revolts. Ismet Inonu became the country's second president following Ataturk's death on November 10, 1938. In 1939, 
the Republic of Hatti voted in favor of joining Turkey with a referendum. Turkey remained neutral during most of World War II, but entered the closing stages of the war on the side of the Allies on February 23, 1945. Later that year, Turkey became a charter member of the United Nations. In 1950, Turkey became a member of the Council of Europe. The Democrat Party won the 1950, 1954, and 1957 general elections and remained in power for a decade, with Adnan Menderes as the Prime Minister and Silo Boyer as the President. After fighting as part of the UN forces in the Korean War, Turkey joined NATO in 1952, becoming a bulwark against Soviet expansion into the Mediterranean. Turkey subsequently became a founding member of the OECD in 1961 and an associate member of the EEC in 1963. The country's transition to multi-party democracy was interrupted by military coups in 1960 and 1980, as well as by military memorandums in 1971 and 1997. Between 1960 and the end of the 20th century, the prominent leaders in Turkish politics who achieved multiple election victories were Suleyman Demirel, Bülent Esevit, and Turgut Özil. Tansa Siller became the first female Prime Minister of Turkey in 1993. Following the liberalization of the economy in the 1980s, Turkey experienced stronger GDP growth and greater political stability in the last two decades of the 20th century, but inflation remained high throughout this period, and the GDP growth was interrupted by three economic crises in 1990, 1994, and 2000-2001. Turkey applied for full membership of the EEC in 1987 joined the European Union Customs Union in 1995 and started accession negotiations with the European Union in 2005. In a non-binding vote on March 13, 2019, the European Parliament called on the EU governments to suspend EU accession talks with Turkey, citing violations of human rights and the rule of law, but the negotiations effectively on hold since 2018, remain active as of 2023. In 2014, Turkish Prime Minister Recep Tayyip Erdogan won Turkey's first direct presidential election. On July 15, 2016, an unsuccessful coup attempt tried to oust the government. With a referendum in 2017, the Parliamentary Republic has been replaced by an executive presidential system. The office of the Prime Minister has been abolished and its powers and duties have been transferred to the President. On the referendum day, while the voting was still underway, the Supreme Electoral Council of Turkey lifted a rule that required each ballot to have an official stamp. The opposition parties have claimed that as many as 2.5 million ballots without a stamp were accepted as valid. In 2018, Erdogan won the presidential election for a second term, which ended in 2023. 
The 2023 Turkish presidential and parliamentary elections took place on May 14, 2023, with the presidential election going into a second round on May 28, 2023, which was won by Erdogan. This was the third presidential election victory, 2014, 2018, 2023, for Erdogan, who will hold the office of President, Turkish, Kumar Biskani until 2028. According to Article 101 of the Constitution of Turkey, a person can be elected as President maximum two times. No amendments have been made to this definition in Article 101 with the referendum in 2017. Turkey has a unitary structure in terms of public administration. Turkey does not have a federal system and the provinces are subordinate to the central government in Ankara. In province centers the government is represented by the province governors, valley, and in towns by the governors, Kaimakam. Other senior public officials are also appointed by the central government except for the mayors, Belidide Biskani, who are elected by the constituents. Turkish municipalities have local legislative bodies, Beladay Meklesay, for decision-making on municipal issues. Turkey is subdivided into 81 provinces, IL or Vilayet, for administrative purposes. Each province is divided into districts, for a total of 973 districts. Turkey is also subdivided into seven regions, Balj, and 21 subregions for geographic, demographic, and economic measurements, surveys, and classifications. This does not refer to an administrative division. Turkey is a presidential republic within a multi-party system. The current constitution was approved by referendum in 1982 which determines the government's structure, lays forth the ideals and standards of the state's conduct, and sets out the state's responsibility to its citizens. Furthermore, the constitution specifies the people's rights and obligations, as well as principles for the delegation and exercise of sovereignty that belongs to the people of Turkey. Turkish politics have become increasingly associated with democratic backsliding being described as a competitive authoritarian system. In the Turkish unitary system, citizens are subject to three levels of government, national, provincial, and local. The local government's duties are commonly split between municipal governments and districts in which the executive and legislative officials are elected by a plurality vote of citizens by district. Turkey is subdivided into 81 provinces for administrative purposes. Each province is divided into districts for a total of 973 districts. The government, regulated by a system of separation of powers as defined by the Constitution of Turkey, comprises three branches. Legislative, the unicameral parliament makes laws, debates and adopts the budget bills, declares war, approves treaties, proclaims amnesty and pardon, and has the power of impeachment, 
by which it can remove incumbent members of the government. Executive, the President is the Commander-in-Chief of the military, can veto legislative bills before they become law, subject to parliamentary override, can issue presidential decrees on matters regarding executive power with the exception of fundamental rights, individual rights, and certain political rights, parliamentary laws prevail presidential decrees, and appoints the members of the cabinet and other officers who administer and enforce national laws and policies. Judicial, the Constitutional Court for constitutional adjudication and review of individual applications concerning human rights, the Court of Cassation, final decision maker in ordinary judiciary, the Council of State, final decision maker in administrative judiciary, and the Court of Jurisdictional Disputes for resolving the disputes between courts for constitutional jurisdiction are the four organizations that are described by the Constitution as Supreme Courts. The judges of the Constitutional Court are appointed by the President and the Parliament. The Parliament has 600 voting members, each representing a constituency for a five-year term. Parliamentary seats are distributed among the provinces by population, conforming with the census apportionment. The President is elected by direct vote and serves a five-year term. The President can't run for re-elections after two terms of five years unless the Parliament prematurely renews the presidential elections during the second term of the President. Elections for the Parliament and presidential elections are held on the same day. The Constitutional Court is composed of 15 members. A member is elected for a term of 12 years and can't be re-elected. The members of the Constitutional Court are obliged to retire when they are over the age of 65.